Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. Oh my gosh, so loud. Why is this so loud? Did you like turn up the volume? No, it's the same as it's always been. Okay. You're just not behind the mic anymore. I'm, oh, I thought you meant like actually right now that I wasn't behind a mic. <laughs> I am behind a mic right now. No, you've retired. I have. It's kind of nice. Is it? Living on the other side. All right, so what are we doing this week? Hey, hello. Hi, everyone. Hey, you may uh, notice that Jared isn't here. Uh, he texted me yesterday, uh, flustered like a clam. It's not an expression. Making it one. Poor Jared. He's like, I can't do it. I'm, I'm too... I'm, to be fair, it's May, and Jared has a ton going on in school right now, too, so eh. I promise that he does. I just think he doesn't want to watch Star Trek. He loves Star Trek. That's my new theory. He just doesn't want to watch this oh new show. Gosh. No, he's he's anti-Trek. Maybe it's because you are sometimes bossy. You tell him to do things, and then he rebels in his own little ways. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Oh, hey, do you ever think about that? If you're unfamiliar, hey, this is me wife, Emily. Are you a pirate now? I, I am a pirate. Hello. I'm all about that booty. Stop. <laughs> it's my own fault, dear listener. I walked into that. I should have known better by now. Uh, yeah. Uh, fill it in for the week. My old co-host. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Of the Buffy back issue, didn't? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> That's what you're known as. Former co-host. I guess. Although, to be fair, I did try and get an interview recently where I'm like, we're bringing the show back, and I got zero response. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll drop it in two feeds, nothing. Yeah, no. I was wondering about that, and then since I, you uh, haven't really bossily put the book in front of me, I figured I didn't have to read it quite yet, so I wasn't too worried about it. Yeah, I no response to that. Anywho, what do we got going on this week? It's the same old shenanigans. Is it? Uh, mostly. Except it's a person who knows less about video games, but more about basketball. I mean, more about one very specific team. As a concept, I know very little about basketball. I think as, as the NBA goes, you know way more than... I know a lot about the players. I still don't know what really a pick and roll is. I'll be honest. One oh time you, you tried to explain it using the dust in my car. <laughs> and it lived there for a very long time. You could probably still see it. Maybe I should clean my car. Oh, we got the news of the week. We got, uh, finally, talking Strange New Worlds. I watched that. Finally. Uh, sports reports. And by sports reports, I mean the NBA and nothing else. No, today was the Special Olympics at school. It was really lovely. Oh, wow. Let's talk about that. Okay. No. Why? Uh, as George Perez passed a few weeks ago, we'll be talking a little bit uh, George Perez. In- Perez? Perez. George Perez. Much better. Much cleaner. I had one whole drink. <laughs> one whole <laughs> Pear Secco. Hey, it was a delicious Pear Secco. I like their new packaging. <laughs> anyway. Way to throw me under the Pear Secco bus. <laughs> and your questions. For a second, I thought you meant my actual questions. No. No, we got questions. Okay, cool. All right, so let's just dive, because I don't think we have anything extra to talk about. Let's dive straight in from there into the nudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. No, you need to rephrase that. No, I don't. I yes, said news. Do. I said news. Everyone heard me say news. You didn't say news the first time. I you try news. to sneak it in, and sometimes Jared notices, and sometimes he doesn't. But I notice, because I'm married to you. 
Hey, Prey had its first teaser trailer. Yeah. Have you ever seen a Predator movie? No. Why would I see a Predator no, movie? Have I not shown you a Predator movie? No. You haven't made me watch a Predator movie. Why would I have watched that on my own also? Because uh, they're... um Not good. Mostly awesome? First Predator. We're watching First Predator now. You're stuck with that. No, I'm watching the Downton Abbey movie this no, weekend. No, we're watching First Predator. No, I'm watching the new Downton Abbey movie. I care a lot more about <laughs> one than the other. First Predator is awesome. Predator 2, underrated. Predators, even more underrated. Whatever Shane Black did, um, bad. Just bad. Great. Um, and now there's, it's the Predator against Native Americans. I saw that. I watched that trailer. It meant nothing to me. The odds are stacked against them. They just have like bows and arrows and axes and they're going up against, you know, someone clicking at you and shooting you with a shoulder cannon. Huh. Well, that sounds fun. Maybe there'll be another politician in there. It had Jesse Ventura and then Arnold. Arnold threw a knife through somebody who's like, stick around. What about that James Bond movie we're halfway through? Can we just finish that instead? What about Rebecca that we still haven't finished? Can we finish that instead? We didn't finish Rebecca? No, we didn't finish it. We we both fell asleep. Yeah. What Bond are we watching? Mm, the one after Moonraker. Uh, so better. Better than Moonraker. Remember it started with Blofeld falling oh, down the right. chute? They, yeah, yeah. They picked up with a helicopter. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah we, maybe we'll do that tonight with the show's done. Okay. <laughs> You, you care much about Prey. Whatever. I think it's a cool idea. Okay, cool. Speaking of cool ideas. Do tell. The Doctor Who 60th anniversary special is coming up. Great. I remember watching the 50th in the theater. Theater? Did yeah. you have to go down to Brunswick? I did. You told me the story like 17 times. Well, whatever. It was enjoyable. But in the 60th anniversary special, David Tennant and Catherine Tater back. What up? Oh my gosh. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Not like I haven't heard about this every day since the news broke. You know, I don't know what segment <laughs> you're good for here. <laughs> you're really just undercutting them all. <laughs> well, get ready for this week in video game history. Can't wait for your no, commentary No, I like that because it's like a fun guessing game. They only know like three video games in the entire world. <laughs> Russell T. Davies, he, he put it out on uh, the gram. He's, look, I, I can't say certain things because you're not through that season yet, but he's like, how can this be? Is it this? Is it this? I don't know. I guess you'll have to wait and see. And it's been 10 years since David Tennant came back. I'm like, has it really been 10 years already? There's a Catherine Tate sketch of some sort of sketch comedy. I have no idea what it's about, but the sketch is about her being in a French class and she just keeps going, I'm not bothered. The entire time. Have you ever seen this? Yes, you've shown it to me. Okay. Well, that's like my biggest Catherine Tate thing. So we're both excited about it. <laughs> I mentioned this on the show before. I, I'm not full current on Doctor Who because we started watching it together. I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, catch it as we do it. And then we've barely watched it in the last like three years. But yeah. we're on that season with Catherine Tate. So now we got to watch a fuck ton of Doctor Who. So we're getting caught up in time for the 60th. Woohoo. Wait, when is that coming out? I don't know. 60th. Great. <laughs> Whatever, I love David Tennant. He, he's me favorite. Keep I'm a, going. I'm a pirate again. Great. In it for the booty. <laughs> you woke up the dog. Awesome. Oh, whatever, I'm so stoked to get like the two of them back together. To be fair, I don't actually care that much about Catherine Tate coming back, but I care a lot about David Tennant coming back. Even better. Actually, we've seen Catherine Tate. We saw the first one that she was in. Wasn't she in like a special? We've seen her a few times. We're a few into the season. We just haven't done it in like a year. <laughs> I, was say, I don't remember the last time we watched it, but yeah. Hey, she she Hulk had a trailer first teaser. Yep. Apparently, her ass looks great. So she, I hear. she's also in it for the booty. Got a runner for this episode. Dislike that. <laughs> Why do I have to be on this one? <laughs> the booty. Yeah, it looks good. Is it a show? 
Yes, it's a show on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Well, there you go. I'm actually kind of, I don't know, the Disney Plus stuff for me has been kind of hit and miss as far as like leaving anything. I think the one I've enjoyed the most, I was thinking about this, I think the one I've enjoyed the most so far is Hawkeye. Me too. Although I actually quite liked WandaVision. Took too long to get going. I didn't mind it. I, I thought it was clever. I thought that WandaVision was one of the more clever ones. It did take a while to get going, but that didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. It certainly had an identity. I won't deny it that, but yeah. I, I'm... Oh, I also liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Do you remember that one? Yes, I remember it. That was a fun one, too. Huh, good times. I just, I get so caught up on there. Like, when Sam's like, don't call them terrorists. I'm like, but they're terrorists. They're just terrorists, man. Like, yeah. they're idealists who are trying to impart their ideology with terror and fear and violence. Yeah, they're terrorists, man. Yeah. Like, hard to say they're not. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, But I, I like this tone. Uh, I like the, when I say I like She-Hulk, what I really mean is I like the two most famous runs of it. <laughs> And the rest of it's kind of, uh, not that I've read everything by any stretch of the imagination, but the two big runs are um, a lot of fun. There's the John Byrne run, which, as far as that run goes, I, for as much as I say I enjoy the run, what I really mean is I enjoy half the run, and then the latter half of the run is just the same shtick over and over and over again. I'm like, yeah, we, we've done this like 20 times. And then there's the Dan Slott run from the mid-2000s, which, to be fair, I haven't read since the mid-2000s, with the exception of like an issue or two that I've gone back to. But yeah, I like She-Hulk. She-Hulk, when She-Hulk is good, is a lot. It's, it's a very fun book, and I think that's the best word to use for it. It's just fun. She breaks the fourth wall? Uh, depending on your run. Your, your John Byrne run, she does. She's not like as much as like a Deadpool, but depending on your run, she is aware that she is a comic book character. Okay. I doubt they're going to dive into that in this. No, it, it didn't. At least the tone from the trailer didn't say that, but that doesn't mean Well, I mean, certainly no more anything. than like, I mean, Grace, we just watched Doctor Strange, and I think they looked down the barrel of the camera at least four times in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to acknowledge, like, hey, I see you. I liked Doctor Strange. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> Succinct. That's what I like about your commentary. I already said all my- I know. I said enough on this. And to be fair, whenever I talk about a movie, I remember like 18 things later, despite my notes, and I'm not going to go back to them. Okay, great. Like, I had my shot. Some of them, I, I, I missed That's some of them. That's not true. You then come and tell them to me after. Well, you, there you go, marriage, separate. <laughs> hey, um, a weird property is coming back. Do tell. By weird, I mean good, but poorly executed. In the early 2000s, I can't remember if we did an episode on this or not. I think we might have. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen came out. I watched that. It's an Alan Moore property, which takes all of your best public domain literary characters and puts them together in an Avengers-style Yes, because team. I love literary characters. Yeah, well, uh, in the early 2000s- I think we rewatched it for the show. I think I'm- I can't remember. Yes, we did. I know we did, because I was like, I remember this. I remember watching this. And it has- Sean Connery in it. Oh, Sean Connery. And it has Dorian Gray. And it has Mina from yeah. Dracula. But she's the vampire. So in this Spoiler world, alert. Sean Connery is fictional in this version of your retelling. I don't remember who he is. Does Whatever. it matter? Captain Nemo, maybe? But Hulu is redoing this um, this series that went on for quite a while. To the point where it went on so far, like it went outside of um, just public domain characters. I think Harry Potter was a part of it by the end of it. Hmm. But this was a movie that was so bad, it made Sean Connery quit acting, the director quit directing, the two of them came to blows on set. Sean Connery? 
Yeah. He was very old. Yeah, he quit. This this was his last role. He quit after this. I remember that. Because he was offered the role of Morpheus in the Matrix, and he went, I don't understand this. Then he was offered Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, and he went, I don't understand this. And then they made a fuck ton of money. And then they offered him leaving a story generally. He's like, I don't understand this, but I've left a lot of money on the table. It's interesting to me that he didn't, he must have understood Gandalf. Gandalf's been around forever. He's like, what's this dude doing with a big ass stick? He's been around since the 30s. He didn't get it. Gandalf's been around longer than Sean Connery almost. Yeah, he still didn't get it. So he basically, he passed up two massive franchises because he's like, what is this? And then he's like, well, I don't get this one either, but I've been wrong before. And uh, it was so bad, he quit. Well, And yeah. never came back. And now he's yeah. dead. Yeah. But yeah, sure. Uh, more leave, extraordinary gentlemen. I'm sure Alan Moore will want his name nowhere near it, not take any money for it, and it may or may not work. It's at least an interesting concept. Yeah. I love literary characters. Also, the marketing of this that movie at the time, because X-Men was so big, they like put a big X in front of everything for extraordinary. Like, L-X-G. I remember that. Yeah. It is interesting how much you remember of marketing. That's fascinating. Because it was stupid. No, but just in general, everything. You're like, this was the teaser trailer. Yeah. Anyway. Too bad this isn't marketable. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it is a skill, though. Star Wars. Bunch of Star Wars news this week. Vanity Fair. Hey, do you remember uh, when episode one had their Vanity Fair cover back in 98? No, because I was eight. Oh, okay, cool. I do. Yeah. Because you were a normal 10-year-old buying Vanity Fair. It was sent to me, to be fair. Vanity Fair. That's terrible. Was this before or after you got your uh, laser tag? Before. Okay. My Star Wars episode one laser tag that didn't work very well. Yeah. Before. Okay. Did I sell that eventually? Yes, in the store. Or it came back here, one or the other. I must have sold it. Whatever. Kathleen Kennedy was uh, talked to. Many Star Wars things came out this week. We're just going to tackle two of them. To be fair, a lot of stuff happened this week, and I'm really cutting down the news of the week. It was a huge news week. Of course, this is the week Jared takes off. I don't... Okay, anyway. Keep going. Back to your stories. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, lady that uh, the internet hates for uh, being a lady in charge of Star Wars. Weird reason. Keep going. Well, the internet sucks. I... Keep going. She was talking about the failure of Solo and saying that um, it is abundantly clear... Hang on, I wrote this down. uh, That they can't replace old characters with new actors talking about, uh, like, Aaron... Or what's his name? Alden Ehrenreich and... um, Oh, fuck. Childish Gambino. What's his real name? Um, Donald Glover. Yep. It was just because you said that that I couldn't get there. It's like they can't replace uh, old characters. I thought he was a great Lando, actually. I thought he was good, too. And I don't even mind uh, the Han Solo kid. No. He was fine. And also, this has been done before. Have you seen the... um, The prequels? (laughs) Yeah. There's a new Obi-Wan show coming out. Turns out, not by Alec Guinness. Weird. Yeah, so it's kind of a weird uh, hypocritical statement. But yeah, Apparently, that's uh, what they're blaming the failure of that movie on, was replacing like Harrison Ford with a new actor. I actually didn't even mind that movie. I walked in, you had told me to have zero expectations for that movie, so I had zero expectations for that movie, and it, it was fine. I've watched that movie three times now, and I would have trouble telling you the plot. It's a very nothing movie. <laughs> yeah, but it was also not... It was fine. Like, it was not life-changing it didn't move the story in any way all i remember about is just like the weird annoying stuff it's like oh this is why he has the boots that he has this is how he got his last name of solo oh (laughs) the imperial theme is playing in the background oh lando is fucking that robot oh there's a cape room i loved the cape room though 
But like, if you ask me to like tell you story points, uh, um, the Kessel Run didn't make sense. There were dice of some kind. I actually don't remember the plot of that movie. What the fuck happened? Amelia Clark. Clark. Oh, that's right. Yeah, was she was there. there. She was actually Darth, evil. Darth, Darth Maul's little lady. Yes, but she still had a soft spot for Han. And they, John Favreau was a monkey. Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so the fall, the failing of that movie was not like, oh, we recast Han Solo. No, the failing of that movie was it was a bad movie. The failing of it was. They didn't need a prequel movie. Prequels are so hard to do well because you already know what the ending's going to be. I already know where Han Solo is going to end up, and I already know that he's going to be unattached. So how am I going to get attached to the concept of him with somebody else? Chewbacca was in that movie. Oh, yeah. He ripped somebody's arm off. Yeah, probably. Right? Don't remember. I think he did. Good for him. Yeah. (laughs) anyway the failure of that movie was that it was a prequel that didn't really have anything to prequel about and so it just kind of meandered but a new star wars show was announced there's already a couple others coming up like more mandalorian Uh, we get the cassie and andor show that's coming but we also got one we don't know the name of it they're going under the code name and i don't know why you tell the code name because then everyone just knows what it is you're just letting everyone in on the joke of grammar rodeo which is a reference to a simpsons episode where bart gets a fake id and him and nelson and millhouse and martin all go to the world's fair and there's nothing there and they go under the live of being a grammar rodeo and lisa's like grammar rodeo i would have heard about this <laughs> you're connecting with lisa <laughs> so much so <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be a coming of age film as in the style of the amblin movies of the 80s so like your ets and your goonies or whatever but like these four kids coming of age in the star wars universe okay Maybe it's going to be like that kid at the end of Last Jedi who's like, I want my broom to come over here. Oh, I remember that kid. I'm going to make it do Fantasia shit. Just sweep things up. Good for him. Do do, 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 do. you remember the giant dog horse things? I loved them. Yeah, those were weird. No, they were cute. If I had the force, I would just use use it for mundane tasks as well. Like, broom! Now keep sweeping! As you're an inanimate object, I can uh, make you my slave. Great. Unlike actual slavery in Star Wars. Your boy's back! Who's my boy? Dan Stevens. Is it Kirby? The dog? Yeah. Well, he's there. He's also back. (laughs) Your boy, Dan Stevens. But not in the Downton movie because- They killed him off for Beauty and the Beast? No, he asked to be killed off. For Beauty and the Beast? I don't know if it was for Beauty and the Beast, but he was then also in Beauty and the Beast. Your boy's back. I wish he were back as Matthew, but- Well, he's going to be back in the Godzilla vs. Kong sequel. Great. He's our human lead. That's similar to Downton Abbey. I mean, I know that I'll see this movie, so I mean, at least it has Dan Stevens in it. Because Godzilla has the leathery skin of Maggie Smith. He narrated something. Boom! Burn! Because she's old. I love Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith is a treasure. Super you old, be though. kind. <laughs> uh, Dan Stevens narrated. Did he narrate Frankenstein that I listened to? I don't know. It was good. Whatever it was. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. I told you a fun Mary Shelley fact. Do you remember the Mary Shelley fact that I told you? Kind of fun, kind of creepy, very gothic. No. She lost her virginity on her mother's grave. Oh, that's weird. I've told you this. It's still weird. It is weird. Don't appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, let's talk some comics on this comic show. Okay, great. Sounds good. <laughs> Batman. You may have heard of him. Batman. Real sad. 
stands with the rain a lot going like my parents my gosh that movie didn't ever stop raining (laughs) why did it rain all the time in gotham i feel like that's a bigger issue anyway well speaking of the penguin going ah come on i'm colin farrell i do like colin farrell as well yeah we had a talk about this where you're like yeah he ain't that pretty colin farrell's super pretty i like both of the collins and mix them up Firth? Are you talking about Colin Firth? I always mix up Colin Firth and Colin Farrell. Very Not like, different. I know their faces, but I don't know which one belongs to which name. One's an Irish rogue and the other one is a melty bit of candle wax. I love them both, so it's fine. Keep going. What about Colin Farrell? No, Firth? we're just talking about the Penguin. Oh, why are we talking about the Penguin? Because we're talking about Batman. There's going to be a series Batman. over eight months of 64-page standalone graphic novels i forgot we were talking about comics for a second and i thought i had to listen i had to do eight months of some tv show no called batman one bad day he's having a bad day and every just bringing a bunch of talent in to do a villain story there's a children's book like that it's called like alexander's very good uh very bad no good terrible day or something no i'm not helping you with this you know exactly what i'm talking about i do and i'm not helping great keep going go with your story anywho do tell about batman i don't want to why batman's having a bad day yeah and it's all about the villains and it's good creative teams okay cool with the riddler two-faced penguin mr freeze catwoman bane clayface and rachel ghoul why is he called mr freeze when he has a doctorate that is a great question that's so unkind to him dr freeze we should change it from now on or fries depending on what you're going with not that i don't go with that hey do you like the lamentation of the women just in general or well i mean if you're Conan the Barbarian. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, you made me watch one of those movies, too. You were to be, you were just in the room. Whatever. <laughs> Sometimes, if things are on the TV... It's a big TV. <laughs> uh, Conan just came back to Marvel a couple of years ago. Well, it's leaving again. Yeah. But just in time for them to reprint all the old stuff, make a bunch of new stuff, new memories, good times. To be fair, the Marvel Conan stuff from like the 70s was pretty legendary between the regular title and Savage Sword uh, in their magazine format. And then Jason Aaron doing so much of the Conan stuff, who's been their main Thor writer for like the last decade, amazingly enough, could translate well over to Conan. Yes, I can imagine that. I was even just reading uh, Conan issue the other night. Well, good for you. Sitting down, reading some Conan. Marvel did good work with Conan, so, but the title is, I don't know where it's going. It's going back to the whatever family owns it. But whatever. They had a good second run. Uh, I do recommend a lot of their stuff. It's a lot of fun. I like a good Conan story. I've gone through all of... um All of the books. Yeah. Well, all, not all of the books. I've gone the stories. through all of the original stories. Yes. Not all of the books, because there's a lot more of those. Oh. Did you ever get that book that I borrowed for you today? Yeah, that, that's unrelated. That was The Witcher. Okay. Sounds great. Anyway, yeah. keep going. Uh, whatever. I've... I don't know all of the Conan supplementary material, but, you know, I've read the originals. I call someone a Stygian dog. Well, look at you. Yeah, I, I know his insults. Well, how fun is that? It's good time. Go to Shakespeare. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Conan is leaving Marvel. Sad times. Uh, speaking of things that will never leave Marvel, Spider-Man is celebrating its 60th anniversary. And That's Mar- it? Marvel, sorry? I thought he was a lot older. Happy birthday, Spider-Man. Marvel can't get over their celebrations. They're doing Amazing Fantasy number 1000. Math doesn't work on that. But sure, why not? Or just the thing they say. Once the detective in action comics at 1,000, Marvel's like, we have also 1,000 things. <laughs> no, you don't. But that's fine. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing Amazing Fantasy 1,000, and also they're doing Amazing Spider-Man 900, both celebrating the 60th anniversary. And to that I say, you get one. You get one, Spider-Man. 
You're going to read both of them. Actually, I doubt I am. I'm Really? Eh, I'm a couple of years behind on Spider-Man. Oh. I enjoy I enjoy me some Spider-Man. I know. I, I mean, I You know, we don't need to get into what I read and what I don't read. <laughs> you read a lot. Uh, my to-read pile is huge. So huge. It might be taller than me. Don't think about it in dollar value either. Oh, I have. Oh, definitely don't do that. Oh, I have. Um, okay, so that's it for the news. <laughs> ah. Unless you have something to add for the news. You have expensive hobbies. Oh, uh, Marvel also licensed Stanley's likeness for 20 years. It's creepy. Uh, moving on to this week in video game history. Yay! Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. There's a ton this week. There's so many stories for video games. Yay! There's a ton of news stories, too. This is a long-ass show. Great. Well, normally I make Jared do a guessing game. I uh, want to do the guessing game. I want to guess. <sighs> Give me clues. Okay. In 1996, I'll give you the character. On the Super Nintendo, Mario got his probable most unique game, a turn-based game. Mario takes turns. Okay, cool. Super Mario RPG came out. The only RPG... Don't give me that face. The only Mario-based RPG game. To be fair, that game's awesome. It's amazing. They never did another one. Nothing else exists like it. It's so cool. Play Super Mario RPG. Find it, kids. Then a bunch of stuff from the 2000s. I can't do this. No, do it, do it, do it. I'll guess. Fine. Um, In 2001, what two Game Boy Color games for Zelda came out on the same day? For Zelda. That one that you played on the Switch? Nope. Different one. Hmm. Ocarina of Time? Nope. Hold on. Hold on. You're not going to get I know more Zelda games. The gold one? So you're talking about the N64 gold cartridges? No. Hyrule. (laughs) (laughs) Something. In 2001, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages came out. Two different Game Boy Color games. If you played through both of them and then used your save files, you could come up with a different ending that had Ganon. Mm. Exciting. It was exciting. In 2002, Nintendo announced that they had a network adapter for the GameCube and a dial-up modem that you could buy. That's dorky. <laughs> if you want to play Love those, that. If you want to play those online games in 2002. Yes. 2003. Ooh, a couple of things happened this week. Fine, I'll give you a guess. Sony's handheld system. I used to watch, we talked about this on the show before, I used to watch movies on it while uh, customers were there because they had their own line of movies. Oh, we have talked about this before. The Sony Gamester. PSP, the PlayStation Portable, was announced this oh, week. Oh, I actually knew about that. That was a thing. They had a, uh, there were a good number of games on there. Like There was a decent God of War on there and some like Metal Gear Solid. I and... also know about God of War. Ooh, yeah, you, you saw me play that first one where I was pissed off. Also this week in 2003, Enter the Matrix came out. This um, is a not great game, but kind of interesting. (laughs) Basically, an extra hour of footage was shot by uh, the Wachowskis that they entered into the game that was part of it. This was a supplementary material to the Matrix uh, Reloaded that was coming out at the exact same time. And they literally shot an extra hour of footage with um, uh, supplementary characters like uh, Niobe played by um, Jada Pickett-Smith. And whoever was piloting her ship, I don't remember. But it was interesting. Oh, cool. Just not a great game. 2006, couple of things happened. Do-do-do-do-do-do. We're on the DS. That's Mario. Yeah, new Super Mario Brothers. A, a new 2D game came out. And frankly, that's how I like my Mario, 2D. Is that the game that you and Jared played and were really bad at? No, that's the one on the Wii. There was a DS one that was totally different that was awesome. Okay. Also in 2006 this week, X-Men, the official game came out. 
there was a tie-in game to uh, X-Men 3, The Last Stand. A shitty, shitty movie. And it was a shitty, shitty game. I watched all the X-Men, I think, with you. Yeah. I don't remember most of them. This one is supposed to take place between X-Men 2 and 3, and it explains why Nightcrawler isn't in the third movie, which was really just, we have too many blue mutants, which is a stupid reason. That's so sad. But this tried to give like an in-story version. Uh, it was written by uh, Zach Penn guy who does some stuff, and uh, most famed X-Men scribe, Chris Claremont, which I only learned today when I was doing research for this. Oh, he was at a show with us one time. Yeah, do you remember he came by the table? Like We had some of his books out. He's like, 11 bucks, that's it? I do remember that, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh, see? I do contribute to this. 2009 on the Wii. Yes. Mike Tyson was out, but the game was back. Punch out? It was punch out. Yes! <laughs> Look, I got one. Yeah, um, that's a really My good- arms are too short to ring the bell. That's a really good game on the Wii. If you uh, go play the uh, remade punch out, for the most part, I think motion controls are stupid, but it really worked well on that game. I liked it a lot. Huh. Oh, punch in the microphone. See, it's the same thing. And then in 2012, this series that had had two on like the PlayStation and the Xbox and PC, a hard-boiled detective who was drinking whiskey and taking pills to regain his health, doing bullet time. Finally, a third game came out in 2012. The Maltese Falcon? It was Max Payne. Max Payne 3. Okay, but also, I came up with a hard-drinking, hard-bitten detective. I did were well. His, were his wife and children shot down, though? Uh, I don't know. Not that I remember. Not that I remember. <laughs> uh, Max Payne 3 finally came out, and you know what? It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was an okay game. Well, there you go. It's good that it wasn't bad. Thank God it took like 15 years for uh, mediocrity. Well, it's better than terribleness. Yeah, it just wasn't the same. It wasn't as good. Whatever. Do you know what was really good? It was the Nancy Drew computer games. Cool. Didn't come out this week. Uh, maybe it did. You didn't look it up. I Nancy looked- Drew computer games. When did they come out? There was one that there was a dead body that you... Anyway. Oh, you see the Mindy Kaling thing today where she has like a yes. new Velma show? And it's just like, oh, there's like naked ladies and like... Oh, I didn't sk- see that part. Skulls that are cut in half. No, but I did see that it was Velma and I really liked Velma because she couldn't see and I can't see. And so I identified with her and she's the short one. But she wears turtlenecks and you hate turtlenecks. I don't have a neck, so it's fine. <laughs> but I like Velma as a concept. I plan on watching it. All right, so from popping pills in Max Payne 3 to get your health back up to uh, Al Horford being in health and safety protocols, popping pills probably, I don't know, I don't know what, what happens. I don't know. He's doubtful for tomorrow. I know. Uh, it's time- But that doesn't mean he's out. Anyway, he's not going to be there. I know that. It's time for um, Emily Sports Reports. <laughs> Yay! Sports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. The Bruins are out. That's sad. We watched a very small part of that game the other night. I watched it. I don't know if you did. Mm -hmm. It was on the TV behind my parents' head. Cool. That was sad. But the Celtics made it into the Eastern Conference Finals, which is exciting. Against the number one seeded Miami Heat. But all of these games are at 8.30 at night. That is too late. Nobody wants that. So those West Coast nerds can tune in too. It's too late. Can't Just deal it. with it. Other things happening in the world of sports. Look, hey, no, they eliminated the reigning champions. Giannis is gone. The Bucks are gone. 
and all this, well, they didn't have Chris Middleton. Yeah, well, guess what, motherfuckers? Robert Williams was out for most of that series. Marcus Smart was out for part of it. We all had injuries, and you got your asses smacked. Okay, no, it was a very stressful series for everybody involved, mostly me. It was very stressful, but we made it through barely. I'm sorry, barely? No, me, personally. I barely made this through. I mean, I know it was a seven-game series, but games three and five were basically lost in the last minute. Game one, they definitely got their asses kicked, but no, the Celtics dominated the majority of that series. And then yesterday we played the Heat, and I got too stressed out, and I said, you should turn it off, and he said no, so I put myself to sleep instead, and it was effective (laughs) in the same way. Yeah, um, that game uh, went well for three quarters. No, it didn't. For three out of four, yes, it did. Oh, okay. I didn't watch the fourth quarter. I put myself to sleep for that one. Fourth quarter was fine. Yeah, the saw part of the third. Uh, the third quarter. And that's when I went, I'm all done with this game. Uh, was a travesty. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? I don't How did don't they? Know. It was like a 22 to 2 run. I'm like, how is this possible? But Marcus had on a fabulous outfit for Miami. Marcus did. Uh, he is going to be back next game. Al probably not because he's in health and safety protocols for the third time. Okay, but Ime also third. has a non-COVID illness. And so I think this is my theory that nobody has confirmed because how can they and why would they? I don't think Al actually has COVID. I think he has a non-COVID illness. It's probably one of those kids he has running around. Sure. Little germ-filled children. I go to school every day with the germ-filled children. Well, hopefully Al has them, um, you know, engages with them physically with like hugs and stuff. That's true. I just sit in a classroom with them. Please don't hug them. No, I don't. I also wear a mask. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because I love them, but also the germs yeah uh that was a, a rough third quarter but also like we were talking like the the day of that game and you were like oh you nervous i'm like not really i mean they're just coming off a series they're going like there's a travel day miami's been basically sitting on their asses for a week like they're gonna lose tonight but i still think the celtics are gonna win the series and so far i'm right i have another piece <laughs> of sports news another piece of sports news okay did you see this um, the U.S. Soccer Association has announced that it will start paying women athletes the same amount as men. Did you see that today? No, but I mean, it's soccer, so how much are they really making? Oh, my gosh. Be better. Be kinder. <laughs> yeah. I was very excited. Good job, everybody in U.S. soccer, for pulling it together. <laughs> also, the WNBA started up. I guess they can all make 15000 now. Wow. wow. Um, also, the WNBA started up, so that's good. And so our team... That we would support would be the Connecticut Suns. We should watch a game. (laughs) That we would support. Well, it's hard. If we ever watch the WNBA, we'd support them. No, it's not like that. It's lit. Right now with the Celtics on, it's hard to fit more basketball into my life because it's every other day. So when the Celtics are done, I would like to watch the NBA. WNBA. Yeah, we can throw on a game. Watch a game. Great. Or 16. They play more than 16 games. That's football that plays only 18. Anyway. I'm not after 16. Any other thoughts on your end? Golden State and the Mavericks. Basically, uh, Luka versus uh, three players. Uh, A couple of them might be declining in health. Not Steph. No, I think Steph is still pretty prime. But Clay and Draymond. Okay. Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) I can't help you. Who are you taking in that series? When we saw Luca, he was not looking so hot. Um, well, I mean, he's worked his way into shape. He's in better shape. No, I just mean, like, he didn't look well. Yeah, I guess. It's probably Luca. Yeah, I'm taking the Mavs. But I'd rather it was Steph. I know, because all the PTSD that Luca's given me, <laughs> just with all those uh, buzzer beater threes. Oh, I know. I live through them, too. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I'm, I'm taking the Mavs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. There's that. All right. So from sports, hey, uh, Jared can't be bothered to watch this. I'm going to make him watch. That's it. not true. He can be bothered. It's just May. It's very busy for us. It's going to be May. I'm so glad. Mm. So glad that, that happened. Great. I regret it immediately. All right, we're going to be talking. Have you seen Camelot? The movie Camelot from the 70s with Vanessa Redgrave? I don't know. Have I? I don't know, because there's a song in it called The Lusty Month of May, and my friend slash college roommate uh, used to play it for us Are on May 1st. Uh, I mean, kind of. Camelot is kind of... Horny? Kind of, yeah. And that's exactly what that song is about. It's called The Lusty Month of May. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's what I think of every time May comes around. Anywho, uh, we're going to move on to talk Star Trek. Strange New Worlds. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope, we're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. To seek them out. It's fun, I like it. Oh, good commentary. Moving on. Yeah. Dog stops up on my stuff. Um. So the internet, they're real shitty about most of the new Star Trek. Which, to be fair, I don't agree with. I enjoy almost all of it. Yeah. Star Trek has no pretensions to be anything other than what it but, is I mean, and has always been. Like, Discovery is very sincere. All of Star Trek is oh, very sincere, except oh, for really. that animated show. But pe- Before this even came out, people were very, like, on board. Like, oh my god, it's going back to the old Trek. It's episodic and it's, you know, we're not overly serious. And I really enjoyed it because a linguist... Is the main character, or was of the second episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. People are just gross about, like, Discovery and Picard, and people are just, like, real, like, up the ass of those shows. And I enjoyed them. But even before this came out, people were, like, super on board for it. And then it came out, and I'm like, okay, this is hyper-connected to Star Trek Discovery. I don't know. I'm not expecting you to remember the um, season two finale because I don't think you were expecting to have to talk about this to um, you know a decently sized audience. Discovery season two finale. The, the, I accidentally started watching season three with you. Uh, season two ended with a big pew pew bang bang. It was a like great like they they put a lot of money into it like a big fight scene and then a strange new worlds opens like oh yeah uh, this planet saw that big old fight scene and they've taken your technology and pike is like oh hey i'm gonna be a man in a box with three blinking lights kind of like paper paper but it's it was weird that people were like oh my god i'm so on board for this i'm like this is deeply connected to what has come before on the new stuff so i don't know why people are like praise this and tear the other stuff down like, they're kind of they have not let go of what happened to Discovery of Pike seeing his future, which, to be fair, I love that part of Discovery where Pike has to make a decision. He can either choose to not be a melty face man with three blinking lights or be selfish and sacrifice other people. And he goes with, um, I'm going to look like a crayon under a heat lamp. I like how much language plays a big role. <laughs> the second episode. Yes. <laughs> so the one you just saw. Um I do like a lot of the cast. Uh, we'll see how much it does end up bleeding into uh, the original series. I think probably pretty heavily eventually because we do know that we are. It was announced ahead of time that we're going to be getting Kirk in season two. Uh, they did J- throw you for a loop on season one. I James mean, on episode T. one. Because uh, they Kirk blocked me. I brought you up- had that in your brain for a long time. I had it written in my notes last week. I couldn't <laughs> use it then. I think I mentioned it. I'm using it now. They Kirk blocked me. I'm so sorry, dear listener. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring that up. Kirk blocks. 
So we get, what's his name? Thomas? Brother. Brother Kirk. Yeah. Uh, he dies in the original series. Spoilers. Oh, not a no. spoiler. It, it happened in the 60s. Oh, no. It's not a spoiler. I mean, it is a spoiler. It's very old news. I also know literally nothing about Star Trek. And whenever I watch something like this with you, if you don't immediately know the answer... I'm like very disgruntled about it. I expect to be given. I expect you to be like my walking Wikipedia. I've watched most of it. I know. I still got to finish Voyager, watch most of it, and I have to watch Enterprise, watch basically none of it. And I've seen the rest. Perfect. I make up my own names for many of the characters and also their species because I don't know what they're actually called and refuse to learn them. I'm aware. Cheetah face. Yes, I know. I know. Jesus. I don't know what she is, who she is. For Jexia? Yeah. What's her... A trill. She was a trill. Right. I knew that. She married Worf and they had rough... complicated. They had rough sex. His hair was all disheveled. Oh. And then she died and was replaced by someone else who wasn't as interesting. That's sad. And by died, I mean quit. Yeah, I was going to say the actress didn't... (laughs) No. No, no, she just... uh, She fucked off. She's like, I don't do this anymore. Okay. It's been like six years. Good for her. Poor Worf. I know he has has bad luck with wives. Yeah. They have a tendency to die. Yeah. It's weird when he was with Troy. Maybe it's him. (laughs) You're right. Worf is the problem. Yeah, I think so. Any other thoughts? Well, last I heard that- uh, On Strange New World? Sacrifice is needed again. Oh, is that from that- Picard sees a three teaser? Yeah, goddamn. Is that from that thing that you keep playing at (laughs) random times? Yeah. Uh, Do you have it memorized yet? I bet I could do it. I don't want to hear it. But I would have to do impressions of everyone. It wouldn't be good. You should hear my Beverly Crusher. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, episode, yeah. I mean, I like episode one. Episode two was fun. I like that they have like the old Star Trek thing of like, we're just going to talk our way out of this. I like the new Uhura. Me too. I think she's fun. I mean, uh, we've already, like Spock has been around already. We've met him. So I, I've already kind of, what's his name? Ethan Peck. I think he he does a good um He's not doing a Nimoy impression, but he's, I think, embodying the character. Channeling him. Yeah. I think he's good. I like the Pike swagger. Like, he's not doing a Kirk. It's some. You really like his hair. He does. That's one of my notes. One of my notes is big old hair. Yeah, I know that because you've said it every time he comes on the screen. You go, look at that Hollywood hair. He does have Hollywood hair. Look at that Hollywood hair. I think he's wearing a piece. Look at that Hollywood hair. I don't think he's wearing a piece. I think it just takes like an hour to do. Yes, probably. It's beautiful hair. Oh, it's so quaffed. Yeah. Big old hair. I mean, he definitely falls in your in your type of older gentleman that you've crushes on. <laughs> so I understand. <laughs> With well-made hair. Yeah, true. Chris, throw John Hamm in that show and I'm good to go. What about Hugh Jackman? Idris Elba? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, his hair is usually pretty cropped. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. You can't have a hair crush on him, too. <laughs> it's true. I don't have a hair crush on Idris Elba. Yeah, okay, that's fair. What are you thinking about? Idris Elba. Okay, great. <laughs> Seems like a pretty cool dude. He's a DJ. Oh my gosh, to bring everything back around, he and Catherine Tate were both on The Office. They were. Yep. How long is this show? Forever. What's up next? <laughs> but I like that they talk their way out of it. They have these re- religious zealots. I like that um, also they're not like fully into the prime directive yet of like not changing other alien life they're like we're just gonna shoot that thing and it has shields they're like what the fuck i like that i circling back around to the solo issues where solo is like here's where the capes came from here's where the blaster came from here's where the everything came from i like that this show so far has not leaned into that a ton they did it with a prime directive That'll well, never stick. But for the most part, they're doing a... I mean, all of Star Trek is so reverential 
to all of other Star Trek, but they're doing a pretty decent job of not being like. I like that they're doing the original wink, series, wink, though. Trash. Like the difference between the original series and Next Generation is the original series is reactive. They just fly into stuff. They're like, "What's this?" <laughs> Versus Next Generation, like they're going like, "Oh, we're going here to we have serve a mission, with, you know, diplomatic blah 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 blah." Like. They, We're not just flying around space being like, what? They're very proactive. And I like that this show is going back to like the original series, like reactive nature of just like, whoa, there's a force field on that shit. I also really liked Spock's pep talks. They were very cute. <laughs> All right. Aside from hair talk, do I have anything else? Talking it out, reactive, Kirk blocked, prime directive. Okay, moving on. Off we go. <laughs> Those were my notes. Great. All right, uh, we're going to move on from there to the topic this week in Emily's Reading Corner. Yay! It's Jared's Reading Corner. As we discussed last week, comic book legend George Perez passed away at the age of 67 from cancer. Uh, We knew this was coming, I don't know, what was it, like five months ago-ish? Yeah, something like that. Um. But with his passing, to take a look at uh, one of his more definitive books. And George Perez did a ton. He did a lot on the Avengers. Uh, we talked about the, he did the uh, Justice League Avengers crossover. He did Hulk, Future Imperfect, which is uh, an incredible two-issue thing. Uh, but I think, you know, gun to my head and gun to the head of everyone else who's ever read a George Perez thing. What we what they would say his most influential run on was doing a new Teen Titans in the eighties with uh, Marv Wolfman as writer. I mean, Teen Titans existed as a book before. Whatever, it's fine. It's very uh, Silver Age. And by Silver Age, I mean DC Silver Age, and by that, I mean bad. <laughs> There's an SAT practice writing essay about the Silver Age versus the golden age of comics anyway that's all i can think of right now so keep going back to your story no that's about i mean dc silver age i mean marvel silver age i you get spider-man that's what that taught me i don't yeah i mean there's all kinds of good stuff that marvel's doing between like uh fantastic four the avengers spider-man iron man the hulk thor and dc's just like i don't know same old shit we've been doing forever and doing it bad but you love Batman. Blanket. Uh, I don't love Batman in that era. Don't care. Oh. Um, blanket statement that I'm making, but yeah, uh, DC Silver Age. <laughs> yeah, it was a mouth fart. That's my opinion of it. <laughs> Your stupid hour of farts video that you were showing me <laughs> earlier. Anyway. It's true. Earlier in the night, I did just throw in a YouTube video that was just an hour of hilarious farts. <laughs> and I giggled for about five minutes, then I turned it off because I got bored. I'm like, all right, I got what you're doing here. Yeah, because anyway. So back to the Teen Titans. <laughs> the new Teen Titans. The new Teen Titans. What we got going on? Oh, Marv Wolfman's writing it. Hey, uh, Dick's and Betty's having a dream. Who's that? Dick. Oh, yeah. No, I meant the prelude part. Oh, Coriander. Like cilantro? No, not like cilantro. Emily can't eat cilantro. She's one of those people that like it tastes like soap to her. It's just gross. No, cilantro is great. It just tastes like soap to you. Um, to us normies, it tastes fine. Maybe I'm the normal one. No, because it probably wouldn't have been made of food if everyone thought it tasted like soap. It's gross. But we get coriander, alien. Maybe she's descended from cats. Is that why she's green? No, she's golden. Yeah. Okay. She's, she's descended from cats? Like that weird space cats movie that I had to watch? 
Fuck, what's that called? Space cats. No, it's not called Sleepwalkers. Space... Sleepwalkers. Yes, it's like the... oh, it's like that Stephen King the movie. The Space Cats movie. The incest Space Cats. How could one forget? I couldn't. But Dick is in bed. Long pause. And he's having dreams of some alien space cat lady that he's never met before. Hopefully not an incest space cat like in Sleepwalkers. <laughs> hey, go back to the Halloween episode. <laughs> It's so bad, guys. We paid like $8 for this movie. Yeah. And that's the saddest part to me. Because I rented it twice. <laughs> and, you know, Coriander, she's flying around. She's trying to get away from planet. She's like, oh, man, I got to go to Earth. And uh, I liked her fun spaceship. She does. And that's a George Perez thing. It's I, little and cute. Uh, something I think very specifically, if you look at George Perez art, something that he is known for is a high level of detail. But a lot of what I see in uh, George Perez, especially in something like this, especially like in the spaceship design, I'm like, oh, you are a student of Kirby. When that That's not a insult or a takeaway. No, like Kirby Tech. Yeah, like, oh, like you've seen this stuff work before and you went, cool, how can I take that? How can I make it my own and just make it like highly detailed? I think uh, that's one of the things that George Perez will be remembered for, especially is like, that dude didn't skimp on his line work. Yes, dear? All I can think of is the CMP. No one is safe to touch ever. Ever. Yeah, no one will know that outside of the state. Sorry, guys. <laughs> if you're worried about... um Electrical uh, safety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't touch those down lines. Yeah. And Dick wakes up in his bed. He's just a teen at this point. Does he have the best ass in the DC universe as a teen? I couldn't tell you. But he's still pretty ripped. Did you tell me one time that Matt Bomer, you thought, should play him back when Matt Bomer was... In Young. his white collar days? Yeah, if he was younger, he would have been a good dick. He's very pretty. Yeah, he, he absolutely would have made a good um, Dick Grayson. But he wakes up, he's in Gotham. He's like, Batman, bleh. But he wakes up and there's a strange woman in his room in a cloak. He's like, hello, how are you? And he called her a witch and she was very offended at that. Yeah. But she put the dreams in his head. They're premonition of what's, premonitions the, of what's to come. Put the whammy on him. Yeah, because I think the way the issue opens with the epilogue. Oh, does it? Yeah, that's what they say about the coriander stuff. Oh, I. it says epilogue and my brain just read it as prologue. Just that's what comes at the beginning, not an epilogue. He's like, hey, lady who's in my bed while I'm sad at Batman and you're in a cloak. Uh, what's up? Because he quit college. Why did he quit college? Uh, for having uh, the meaty thighs that he has. My God, does he have meaty thighs in this. I know that he's supposed to be a gymnast, and I'm sure that's the idea. The meatiest of thighs. I know he's supposed to have the best butt, but my God, th those thighs could crush you. What was that movie where um, that like porn star would crush you with her thighs or something? Or was it with her boobs? Why I don't remember. Why would I know this? It was a real movie. Who do you think that I am? I think it was the boobs. Who have you confused me with over here? But she's like, hey. Restart the Teen Titans. It goes, okay, I'll call my best friend Wally West. And Wally's like, no. <laughs> and then she goes, that's all I needed for you to do. <laughs> he goes, okay. Well, my job is done here. So he goes. And then and he, he gets dressed and forgets his pants. No, so you can see his meaty thighs. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You should put on some pants, though. Hey. Instead of wandering around in a Speedo. If you got to flaunt it, baby. He's got, he's got those gymnast thighs. Skies out, thighs out. How do you think he does all those flips? A meaty thighs. <laughs> he goes, I was going to ask you what this is. So this is the 80s? Because I was yeah. like, dear Lord, put some pants on this man. Goes and he finds uh, Donna Troy and she's like, I don't want to do a Teen Titans. But he's like, hey, a lady in a cloak came and told me to do it. And then Wally shows up. He goes, she talked to me too. Okay. But Didn't we you still just don't say really no? know what they're trying to do. Just trying to reform the team, get the band back together. Yeah, but it sounded like she had a mission for them, but she doesn't really explain it. 
Well, they're going to meet Deathstroke the Terminator in like issue two. Oh, sorry. I don't have to tell you. Spoiler alert. And then Beast Boy shows up as... The Changeling. A pug. He shows up as a pug. A gross looking pug. I always want the dogs to show up. Yeah, Beast Boy's there too. Good for him. No, he wants to be called the Changeling now. We're not calling him that. We're calling him Beast Boy. Why? He said he wanted to be called the Changeling. And then we go find a sad man doing drills in a football field. He's jumping. Victor Stone. I know him. From that very successful Justice League movie. Both of them. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm sad. Am I a teen? No one knows. Am I a Titan? Maybe closer. I do. That's always the thing with the Teen Titans. Like, look at all these teenagers and Cyborg. I mean, he's technically a teenager. Is he? If he was in high school. Oh, yeah. So his remaining parts are still, so nothing else is aged. Yeah. I mean, like, if his brain is still in high school, then he's still in, I don't know. Makes sense to me. Whatever. They I'm all cool show- with that. He's less cool with it, but I'm cool with it. They all show up. Aliens attack them. They're like, hey, let's have a big old punch up. And Dick's like, you all go with your superpowers. Much like Batman, I guess I'll fight them, but I'm doing it in short pants and with meaty thighs. Check out the booty. Yay, Batman. The booty. Who doesn't love fighting aliens? We all like fighting aliens. Then we find that Coriander has crashed on Earth. I didn't love how Beast Boy is a chauvinist and they call him out for it. And then he's like, you know it. <laughs> like, tee Like, no. We just called you out for that. Like, I was proud of us for calling you out for that. You don't get to pretend like you're still cool. Oh, he can be a rat or a pug. Whatever, we fight some aliens. The aliens come down, they're like, we're here for the lady. And then these two doctors, um, they're like, we're in love with one another. Oops, uh, we also have Coriander. Oops, poor Coriander. Like, we have this um, teenager in interesting attire. Descendant of a cat, if you will. Look, basically the aliens come in, they fight. They're like, we're going to get Coriander. And the Teen Titans are like, no, we're going to punch you in the face. You're going to punch you in the stupid alien face. And then she joins the team. Did one of you fart? Wasn't me. If it was someone, it was the dog. I don't smell it, so. All right. I mean, that's it. That's the first issue of New Teen Titans. Yeah, it was good. We got the team together. They're going to fight Deathstroke next. Lots of action. We're just looking at, yeah, I mean, that kind of also plays a lot to um, George Perez's talents. Like, we literally just get, hey, we're getting this team together, and there's a massive alien invasion, plus introducing a few new characters and continuing on from uh, some other ones, like Kid Flash's story and uh, most especially uh, Robin's story. Who we call Rob. Hilarious. Hey, Rob. Well, he's not Nightwing yet. Rob. Love it. Big old thighs. I don't know. As this is one of those series. If you, You'll get a, a lot of people, and by a lot of people, um, this one time when I was writing articles, I wrote like a top 10 like best comic runs of all time. I haven't looked at that article in a while. I don't know if I would even agree with what I personally wrote. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. It's like you, I've read a lot more. You Since know, that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was your top 10 at that moment. But, uh, well, that's not how you present stuff. It's like... The top 10 of all time that I've read. Yeah, the top 10 of all time because I've read every single comic. And this was a collaborative effort from everyone on the staff versus me just going, here's some stuff. I liked these (laughs) 10 things. Which is basically all it was. But I do remember specifically getting called out for not including this run. It's like, you didn't include New Teen Titans, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay. I do remember that being a commentary on that article for not including this run in the top 10, which, to be fair, I haven't read all of. (laughs) Still haven't. I've read some of it. I know my Trigon and shit, whatever. I've read a chunk. I liked this because as somebody who has read no Teen Titans and only knows Batman in passing, it was fairly accessible. Yeah. 
you know, Kid Flash doesn't want to do anything. Robin, mad at Batman. Yeah. Contentious relationship. Because he dropped out of college. He's like, who's my daddy? He's like, I But don't Kid know. Flash is still in college for the moment. Well, he's getting dumped with chemicals and stuff. Becoming a Flash. Yeah. 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 Raven's a witch, I guess. Coriander. That's so Raven. Yes, that's so Raven. <laughs> I was also very confused because- Beast Boy Miss... being no one's favorite. Okay. But here's where life gets confusing as somebody who only tangentially knows these things. Raven and Beast are also X-Men characters, but they're also here. But they're different characters, just the same names. Guys, let's pick different names for our different superheroes. Is that too much to ask? Well, I mean, Raven is Mystique. Yes, and but Beast her is name Hank is Hank McCoy. Yes, but their names are still Beast and Raven, and over here we have Beast and Raven who are different. <laughs> That's not that weird to get confused. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The Marv Wolfman, George Perez are gonna go down as like one of the like big creative teams of all time, without question. This is definitely George Perez's uh what I mean, what I would consider and what the internet yelled at me to be his sem- seminal work. <laughs> you idiot, you didn't include this. I'm like, eh, I haven't read it. Eh, thanks, guys. Versus some articles where I wrote things I'm like, this is a top ten something something, and I hadn't read it at that point. Sometimes I made it up. What? I actually know that because I edited some of these. <laughs> I'd be like, what is this? And you're like, great question. <laughs> well, I'm I'm more well-read now. I'm more well-read every week. Yes, you are. True. Read more comics all the time. Read comics, kids. Good for you. I don't know why I'm holding up uh, my notes because the next thing is on my phone. What is it? Yeah, it's just a salute to the great George Perez. Uh, as I've mentioned, I haven't read all of New Teen Titans, but I have read a chunk of it. And it is one of those books that does have a high pedigree as far as reputation. So it is recommended. Uh, if you want something shorter, uh, go read Hulk, Future Imperfect. That's a great one. It's only two issues. Perfect. It involves the Mastro. It's a very important uh, two issues of the Hulk where he's like, I took over the world in the future and I have a beard now. Oh, good for the Hulk. Yeah, big white beard. Like Santa. He is like Santa, but green. Ooh. And he sucks. That's more festive. Just like Santa. Wow. Terrible. All right, we're going to move on from there to letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God. This is always death. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Hey, if you want to ask us your own questions, you can. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, you can. You can write them into editorsnotcomics at gmail.com. Like this week's uh, letter writer who sent in like 10 questions. Yay! That's how you fucking do it, kids. Send me 10 Thank questions you. at a time. <laughs> Keep this segment going. Thank you so much. From an old uh, store customer. Thank you. Even more so. And I also just ran into an old store customer who um, I, who was, I don't know if he still is a podcast listener, who at least was a previous podcast listener when we saw Doctor Strange. Yeah. He was my most jacked customer. It's fun to see friends. That dude was huge. Great. I don't know if he's listening, but you know, there's your compliment. Great. Fucking jacked. What's our question very, for today? Very friendly, but jacked. Fabulous. What's our question for today? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, if you want to write questions and do them 10 at a time, that's how you do it. We appreciate it. Which also means I have to go through these chronologically so I don't lose my place. Okay. Open her up. You could like put them on a Google Doc. Anyway, that's fine. How many questions are in here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It is ten. Perfect. Ten questions, baby. Everyone write ten questions. Which question are we on? The first one. Great. What characters would you use for the MCU X-Men? And I'm going to add the word movie to the end of it. Movie. 
basically, what uh, X-Men characters do you want to see when the X-Men inevitably show up? Because we know they're going to, as they partially have already. Great question. I would use... Why don't I show, share these with people ahead of time? I don't know. You really should have shared this one with me. I should have. Yeah, because I would use... I guess you have to use Professor X, because it doesn't really make sense without him. Yeah. He needs to be included somewhere. Unless his neck got snapped. Again. Then someone else is running the school. Well, yeah. That's happened. I know. I guess you have to include Wolverine. I wouldn't. That would be the one that I would say don't. Oh, unless you actually pull back in Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Is that what you're saying? No, he's not. He's too old. That dude doesn't want to work out that hard anymore. Okay. Let him be rich. Let him be rich on a beach in Australia. Well, good for him. You mean like which? Oh, I see what you're saying. Which character? Um, fine, I'll just do this. James McAvoy. No, no, please. All right. Thing the first. Don't bring back anyone. Dear God. Those do you mo- not like James McAvoy anymore? I like McAvoy fine. I'm saying those movies are bad movies. Bring I- him back, but let him have his actual accent. Most of them are bad. Some of them are good. And even some of the good ones were directed by a sex pest. So probably don't revisit those ones. So we're talking a small of like the however many they made. A small handful are actually good. Don't bring back the older universe. Rule one. Rule the first. Fuck that universe. Laura. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> bring back Laura. Um, in, in all seriousness for what I would do. Uh, we talked uh, last week how I think we're going to be doing a, a 2015 Secret Wars kind of thing where we're just going to have universes collide and then they're just magically there. Please don't look at my uh, spelling on my notes. <laughs> I feel like that's what you're doing. It's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> Please don't. I feel like so we are just going to get like, hey, this universe exists here now. It's existed for a while. Deal with it. If I had my druthers and my druthers will not happen. Okay. Because if it were me, I would just say, go the original five, build out from there. That shit ain't happening. Wait, do I know the original five? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cyclops. Yep. Gene. Yep. Professor X. There, but not- Not there, there. Not a student. Beast. Yep. I have three of them. You do. Is that more than you thought I'd have? I don't know. Are you done? Angel. Yep. There's four. Emma. No, not for quite a while. Not until like the 70s. Come on. Um, do I know this one? Oh, yeah. Kurt? Nope. Also not until the 70s. Mm. But earlier than Emma. Mm. Neato. <laughs> he, he's there in issue one, but certainly not one of the students. Oh, I have to have students, don't I? Do I really know him? You do. Is it a him? It is a him, because there was only one girl. Is it Wolverine? No, 70s. How am I supposed to know that? He was in Hulk 180 and then Hulk 181 before Giant Size X-Men number one. I don't think I'm going to get this one. Bobby. Oh, Bobby. You're right. I should have actually gotten that one. Anyway, keep going with your story. Anywho, I don't think we're going to get uh, the original five because X-Men, especially today, and uh, don't believe uh, what you hear, kids. Like The X-Men were not originally about like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Like That wasn't a thing and for a very long time. That's kind of retroactive history. But what uh, the X-Men do mean today is very much a thing of um, the underdog and diversity and underrepresentation. And there is no world where we're going to get a bunch of five white teenagers to be the start of the X-Men. That shit ain't happening. For as much as that would, that's just me with kind of like my classic kind of idea that what I would want, but it's it's definitely not going to happen. And it's also, you know, fine that way. 
But the way that I would still incorporate that is you just do um, the giant size uh, X-Men team, maybe minus Wolverine. So then you're getting Storm and Colossus, um, Banshee. Kitty. Uh, too early for Kitty, but you could include her. Uh, Warpath. Like, so you're st- Nightcrawler. So you're still getting like a more diverse team. And then, but if we're entering this world where I assume we're going to be entering, where they already have kind of established history, you could say that those original five existed, but they're not going to be your front facing crew. That makes sense. Would be how I would do it. So, I mean, that's my version of kind of like getting my cake and eating it too. That makes sense. But I still. You do love Colossus. I do. I still wouldn't do Wolverine because I just feel like. He's been so well done that. It's going to be so obvious. It's kind of like the amazing Spider-Man problem with uh, Jameson where he's only there in email (laughs) because like J.K. Simmons was just done. He did it too well. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I I feel like you still need to do an Xavier. What if you pull in Laura then instead? But that, that I mean, you could, but I would still, you would have to acknowledge that a Wolverine exists and then you're just ignoring it. And that feels weird. You could go like uh, 1980s, even go a little bit weirder, like throw a curveball um, where Magneto was running the school in the 80s. Yeah. Versus an Xavier. That might be a, a different kind of route to go. Like, I know there was some expectation of Patrick Stewart for no reason in particular. No. I don't know. Playing a theme song from a show that's not out for a couple of years. You got very into that in the movie. I just like that I found a little factoid and I haven't seen a single other person point that out. Not to say that they haven't, not that I've seen everyone's thing. I'm just saying I found a thing, and I'm proud of it. Congratulations. Yeah. I like it when I can just like put a flag down, like, I found it! It's me! I found one tidbit. Yeah. I don't know. I think, though, I mean, because the giant size era is definitely, like, the most f- famous era. And you could throw Kitty in there just because she's, like, such a beloved character. But I feel like the the reason I wouldn't want to do Kitty is something that I think the Marvel movies have done very well is we don't have... Like, even go back to the old X-Men movies, like, Rogue was kind of the essentially the kitty in there. Like, she was our, like, point of view character. Like, the wide-eyed, like, whoa, what's all this? Marvel hasn't really done that. There hasn't been... I can't think of a movie or a show where they've done where they've kind of had, like, that POV character of just, like, whoa, what is all of this? So I feel like if you introduce Kitty Pride at the age she was supposed to be, which would be, like, 13, that you would be falling into a point of view character. And point of view characters are usually sucking or boring. You almost get that with Ant-Man a little bit. Not in a bad way. I actually don't think he's boring. Your point of view character is the main character. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't have Kitty be the main character. I I just wouldn't have her be the audience eyes. Okay, that's fair. And I feel like if you introduce her at uh, her comic age, being like 13, then you would be falling immediately into a point of view character. And I usually find point of view characters boring. Like, I don't really care about them. I care about the things that they're looking at. Yeah, that's fair. And who else would you have? Well, I named all of the X-Men that I know. (laughs) Bobby. Domino. That is that is one of them. One of them. Sometimes she gets it on with Colossus. Huh. She likes it when he's in his. Is she the form. lucky one? Yes. Scrolled over. Just glossed over what I just said. Rogue. But you just said her. The other one that was in Deadpool. The v- teenage one. Warhead. Negasonic teenage Warhead. That character that was in one issue of Grant Morrison's New X Men and died immediately. Yes. Yes. I found her. And then was brought back as a vision from Emma Frost in uh, Whedon's run of Astonishing. I but pulled, she wasn't real. I pulled Emma Frost out. So good for me there. Um, I'm laying down some mid 2000s X Men knowledge. Woo! There are other X Men that I know. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I don't really know anything about X-Men, but I like James McAvoy. So there you go. There you go. 
All right, that's it. We're done. Thanks, guys. I, well, Sorry that I don't really know anything about anything that we talked about today, but I was here and had fun. Well, play us out. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Something about that. And also, Jared's on Twitter, at Junior Rich. No one cares what he tweets. And you're on Twitter, at Editor's Note Comics. And go to patreon.com slash Editor's Note Comics. Editor's Note Comics. And you can subscribe for a dollar a month. And you can get the issues the same day that you cut them. Great. No, they're oh. called episodes. The episodes, the same day that you record them and then cut them. And then you can also get all of our stuff, the Buffy back issue bin, the show where we went through all of the Buffy and Angel Cannon comics you are, chronologically. You're one hell of a huckster, I got to tell you. I am only going off of what I hear every <laughs> single week upstairs, but like tune out slowly and look at all the things I came up with. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, back next week. Um, I don't know. Jared will be back for me. I have a thought. But it was I, fun, guys. I think I think because he took a week off. He might- didn't take a week off. He had a very busy week. Anyway. I'm, I might. Poor t- Jared. He's not even here to defend himself. I might throw him a real dog turn. No. <laughs> be nice to poor Jared. <laughs> it's on my mind. There, It might be... Um, one of the biggest comic book movie dog turds I could think of. I haven't seen it since I thought saw it in theaters. We'll see. I don't know if we're going to do it or not. It's on my mind, though. Because then I have to watch it, too. That's the downside. Anyway. That's what he gets for taking a week off. What about all these poor listeners who then have to listen about it? Well, hopefully they'd find uh, the pain interesting and be reminded that this movie actually happened. I don't know if I'm doing it, but the deeper I get into this conversation, I feel like it's going to be... Um, Frank Miller directing The Spirit. Will it be that? We'll see. But it might be. Is that on HBO Max? If it's not... It probably won't be. (laughs) Then I'm not doing it. But if it is... All right. Then maybe The Spirit next week, because Frank Miller has his own publishing company now. All right. Bye, guys. Goodbye.